This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called 50 Days of Faith. In these lessons, Rick looks into God's Word to discover the true meaning of faith and explore ways we can strengthen it. But first, today, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or simply text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called Taking the Initiative. The fourth secret of a fresh start, accepting God's grace. It's receive God's grace. You seize the moment, you realize Jesus is here, he's given you the opportunity, you move against your fear, you announce your faith, this is what I want, and you receive God's grace. Mark 10, 52 says, Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well, and immediately he regained his sight. Immediately. He accepted the grace of God. Now, I know with all the people here today and those sitting outside in the foyer and out in the chairs that there's a lot of hurt here. Some of you barely made it here today. Some of you are carrying major conflict, major pain, major disappointment, major grief in your life. Some of you are quite lonely and you feel that happiness has passed you by. And you're kind of like the blind beggar Bartimaeus on the side of the road. You're in a lot of misery. The truth is you can put on a happy smile, but inside you're hurting. You're in a lot of pain. And I'm glad you're here today because Jesus Christ wants to give you a fresh start and emphasis is on give. You don't earn it. You don't work for it. You certainly don't deserve it. You don't buy it. You don't do a bunch of religious ritual. You just receive the free gift of God's grace and the ability to make a fresh start. Regardless of what your past has been, regardless of what you've done, regardless of the things you brought on yourself, everything that is good in your life is a gift from God. You wouldn't have any of it if it weren't for God. He has been showing you grace already. But you need to let him give you the grace for a fresh start, because everything good comes from God. Notice this verse, John 1, 16. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. How do you receive God's blessings in your life? You do it by faith. Look at the next verse. That's why faith is the key. God's promise is given to us as a free gift. Now, circle that word promise. There it is again. We've looked at it every week in the 50 days of faith so far. And you say, when are you going to stop talking about the promises of God? Not till this series is over. Because you can't become a person of faith without getting the promises of God in your life. So I want you to take out this week's promise. It's in your program. Week number three, 50 days of faith, memory memory verse. And today we're going to look at Philippians 4.13. Some of you say, you know, Rick, I'd like to change. I just can't. I'd like a fresh start. I'd like to be different. 
I'd like to change, but I just can't. And you know what? You're right. You can't change. If you could, you would have already done it. But you need a power greater than yourself to make the changes that really make a difference in your life. You need God's power. And that's what this promise this week is all about. Now, when you memorize a verse, it's good to say the address. That's where it's found in the Bible. At the beginning, at the end, Philippians 4.13. So let's read this verse together, but let's put the address at the beginning, at the end, okay? Philippians 4.13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13. Let's do it again. Philippians 4.13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13. Now, does that verse mean he can give you the strength to memorize Bible verses? Okay, look up at me. Let's say it together. Philippians 4.13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13. You just proved it. I hope you will memorize these verses every week. You got to get them under your belt and in your heart and in your life. You can't be a person of faith unless God can bring verses to mind that calm you when you're excited, that help you when you're in conflict, that guide you when you're tempted. You need the Bible in your life. Faith comes from the Word of God. And with Jesus' help, you can make a fresh start. I heard a story this week about a little boy. His father asked him to go in the backyard and move a big boulder. So he goes in the back and he pushes it and it won't move and he pulls it and it won't move and he uses a lever and it won't move and he ties up his dog and tries to pull it with a rope and it won't move and all these different ways and finally comes back in and he says, Dad, I can't do it. It's impossible. The father says, well, son, have you tried everything? He said, yes, I've tried everything. He said, have you tried everything? He said, yes, I have. I've tried everything. He said, you didn't try asking me to help you. Many of you are in situations where you've tried all kinds of stuff. You think, it's impossible. It's never going to change. It's never going to be any different. Have you tried asking God for help? Have you tried receiving God's grace and letting him give you power that you don't have on your own? Receiving the grace of God. You know, Bartimaeus, this guy was blind, but he had enough vision to see that Jesus Christ could help him out. He had enough vision to see that he needed grace. Do you? Do you realize how much grace you need in life? Or do you just think you can go through life all on your own? You see, spiritual blindness is far worse than physical blindness because you don't realize how much you need God's grace in your life. Now, grace isn't just for salvation. It's not just to get your sins forgiven and get you into heaven. Grace is for the daily mistakes of life. If you don't have grace in your life, then you're going to be filled with regret. And if you're filled with regret, you get stuck in the past. And if you're stuck in the past, you can't make a fresh start. I don't know what regrets you're carrying. But I do know that the grace and forgiveness of God is available. And you can begin a fresh start. If you will seize this moment, if you will move against your fears, just put them out of the way, toss them aside. If you will announce in faith, I need you, God. If you will receive his grace. And finally, the fifth, if you will take the next step. Take the next step in a fresh start with God. 
You say, well, what is the next step? I don't know for you, because for every one of us in this room, it's different. Every one of us in this room are at different stages. So I don't know what step you need to take, but I do know you need to take it. Some of you, the next step for you is to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Some of you, you've already done that. Your next step is to be baptized, to publicly announce, I am going to be a Christian. I am a follower of Christ. It may be to get in a small group. I don't know what it is. It may be tithe. It may be find a ministry. It may be go on a mission trip. It may be share with that friend at work and invite him to church. I, I don't know what your next step is, but I do know this. You've got one. God will never be finished with taking you deeper in faith. You will never just arrive. There is always, always, always a next step toward faith, toward love, toward joy, toward happiness. Now let me tell you what happens. If you listen to this message and you don't take the next step, you're going to get stuck in a rut. And we all know what a rut is. The only difference between a grave and a rut is length. You're going to die. And your heart is going to shrivel up and your heart is going to grow cold and you're going to feel more distant from God rather than closer to God, and you're going to be stuck in a rut. And God isn't going to help you with step three, four, and five till first you take step one and two. I mean, you're asking, God, help me with this. And he's going, hey, why haven't you already done what I already told you to do? You need to take the next step. Somebody say, well, I've been aiming to. I've been aiming to join that group. I've been aiming to get into ministry. I've been aiming to invite that person to church. Stop procrastinating. I want you to notice something here. Mark 10, 52. Bartimaeus says he regained his sight and he began following Jesus on the road. Now I want you to notice something. Turn your outline over and look at that Mark 10, 46, the first verse there on the front page. It says, Bartimaeus was sitting beside the road as Jesus was going by. I want you to circle the phrase, sitting beside the road. Would you circle that? Sitting beside the road. That's before he meets Jesus. Now turn it over, and on the back, at the verse we just looked at, I want you to circle where it says, he began following Jesus on the road. Circle that, following Jesus on the road. Question, which of those two phrases describes your life? Sitting beside the road or following Jesus on the road? Which of those two lifestyles do you think is more fulfilling? Sitting beside the road or following Jesus on the road? Which do you think has more joy, more meaning, more satisfaction? Sitting beside the road or following Jesus on the road? Which one do you want to represent your life? Sitting beside the road or following Jesus on the road? There's only one way to follow Jesus on the road. Take the next step. Faith is more than believing. Faith is more than thinking about Jesus. It's more than talking about Jesus. It's more than having opinions and convictions about Jesus. Faith is action. It is movement. It is activity. Faith is something you do. In fact, the Bible says in James 2.14, if people say they have faith but do nothing, their faith is worth nothing. So, what are you waiting on in order to take the next step of faith in your life? I mean, what's your excuse for procrastinating? 
What are you waiting on? Do you realize that none of us are guaranteed of tomorrow? None of us. You better do it now if you're going to do it, because you're not guaranteed of Monday. This story was in the LA Times a while back. My brother-in-law opened the bottom drawer of my sister's bureau, and he lifted out a tissue-wrapped package. This, he said, is not a slip. This is lingerie. He discarded the tissue and handed me the slip. It was exquisite. Silk, handmade, and trimmed with a cobweb of lace. The price tag with an astronomical figure on it was still attached. He said, Jan bought this the first time we went to New York, at least eight or nine years ago. She never wore it. She was saving it for a special occasion. Well, I guess this is the occasion. He took the slip from me and he put it on the bed with the other clothes that we were taking to the mortician. His hand lingered on the soft material for a moment and then he slammed the drawer shut and turned to me, don't ever save anything for a special occasion. Every day you're alive is a special occasion. I remember those words and I thought about them through the funeral and the days that followed an unexpected death. I thought about all the things that my sister hadn't seen or heard or done. And I also thought about all the things that she had done without realizing that they were special. I'm still thinking about those words and they've changed my life. I'm not saving anything anymore. We use our good china and crystal for every special event, such as losing a pound, <laughs> getting the sink unstopped, or the first camellia blossoming. Someday, and one of these days, are losing their grip in my vocabulary. If it's worth seeing, or hearing, or doing, I want to see it, and hear it, and do it now. I'm trying very hard not to put off, hold back, procrastinate, or save anything that would add faith or laughter or substance to our lives. And every day, every morning when I open my eyes, I tell myself, this is a special day. Where do you get the faith to begin a fresh start? There's only one source. Jesus Christ. The last verse on your outline says this. Everything that we have, right thinking, right living, a clean slate, and a fresh start, comes from God by way of Jesus Christ. Bartimaeus had no idea that Jesus Christ was going to pass his way that day. To him, it was just another day. Same place, same thing, another miserable day. But God gave him an unexpected opportunity that could change his life, that would give him a fresh start. And you know what? The reason you are sitting here right now is that God is giving you an unexpected opportunity for a fresh start. Don't blow it. Don't miss it. Don't let it pass you by.
Let's bow our heads. Jesus Christ is passing by your life right now. Do you want a fresh start? Do you want to start living by faith rather than fear? The Bible says today, not tomorrow, today is the day of salvation. Why don't you do something bold and dramatic and step out in faith and begin a fresh start with God? Trusting Him at deeper levels than ever before with your time, your money, your relationships, your future. Time is short. None of us are guaranteed it tomorrow. And there's not a better time than right now to take your next step of faith. Make a fresh start now while there is time. I'm going to pray a prayer. And as I say this prayer, you can say in your mind, God, me too. Just kind of say, yes, me too, and you're under your breath. Dear God, I'd like a fresh start on life. Beginning this week. Beginning today. Beginning right now. You have allowed this very moment in my life so I could come into contact with you. Forgive me for all the times I've procrastinated in doing the right things. Forgive me for the fears that have caused me to hold back and not trust you completely. Today, I want to receive your free gift of grace and forgiveness. I want to stop sitting on the side of the road and I want to start following you down the road instead. I don't want to be ashamed of you. I ask you to strengthen my faith, Jesus Christ. Thank you for dying for me. I am ready now to take the next step of faith. Now you finish the prayer. You fill in the blank. Tell him what that next step is going to be. If it's I want to commit my life to you, tell him that. If it's I want to be baptized, tell him that. If it's join the church, a small group, find my ministry, start tithing, get in a mission trip, share with a friend, tell him what your next step specifically is going to be. If you're going to give your life to Christ, do that. Because you're not here by accident. You were made for such a time as this. Father, give us the faith to take the next step and a fresh start with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope that it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. One of the reasons that I started Daily Hope 
is to take the message of hope, not just across our country, but all around the world, to people who need a shot of encouragement, who need the message and word of hope in a discouraging day. And that message can only be found in Jesus. Would you help me with this? I really need your help. I can't do it by myself. And I'd like to ask you to become my partner in the Daily Hope Ministry. If you'll make a monthly investment as a partner in hope, you can help me broadcast these life-transforming messages from God's Word, not just here in America, but in podcasts and online and literally all around the world. It's so easy to join. You simply let us know how much you'd like to give each month, and we'll set up an easy, regular donation plan for you. Go to PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to become a partner in HOPE with automated monthly giving and receive your very special welcome gift. As a bonus, we'll also send you Pastor Rick's brand new Created to Dream Study Kit. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.